Welcome to 500 Seconds to Joy. It's your host, Stephanie. I hope you're enjoying all these extra podcast episodes. I know I'm enjoying them. It's been so fun getting to pass the time at home interviewing these amazing guests. And today I have Stephanie Pletka. She is an author you may have heard from her before. She wrote Living Your Best Life. And I read the book. I put my stamp of approval on it. So definitely go check it out. All the links are in the show notes. And she was on the podcast before talking about comparison and how we look to the left and we look to the right when we should be looking up at God. So I loved what she shared before. I will write that episode in the show notes. I can't remember it now. But anyway, Stephanie Pletka is here to talk with us about the fact that life is maintenance such a powerful conversation. I know you're going to be inspired by what she shares and all you moms out there. I think this one is going to be especially key for you because we can get so frustrated doing the same thing over and over again, but you know what friends life is maintenance. So without further ado, here's my conversation with Stephanie Pletka. Enjoy. Welcome back to the podcast, Stephanie. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I am so excited to be here. You're so welcome. Yeah, I'm excited to have you back. So everyone, this is Stephanie Pletka. And if you didn't hear about her before, a few episodes back, she wrote the book Living Your Best Life. And I actually finished it. Um, It's incredible. It's just really fun to read, inspiring, uplifting, encouraging, awesome questions that you ask at the end of each chapter. And I just love the way you tell stories. So I'm really excited to have you here. And can you just start by sharing with us a little bit about yourself and your family and then the book that you've written, Living Your Best Life? Yes, thanks. So my name is Stephanie Pletka, and I am a writer, author, speaker. I'm an entrepreneur, and I wrote a book called Living Your Best Life. It's about letting go of self-doubt, fear, and others' expectations to live the life that we've always dreamed. So I have four kids, and now with this um, little social distancing and the downtime, it has been interesting. So today we're going to talk a little bit about life as maintenance. I cannot wait. Um, Moms are my favorite people. Like if I could just grab a coffee, my favorite coffee, and just sit down with moms and we can tell our war stories and laugh till Mm -hmm. we cry, till we laugh, that would be my favorite day. Mm -hmm. I love that. Me too. And I feel like that's why we connect so strongly because we both really care about moms and supporting moms, especially moms in the trenches. We're probably all in the trenches in different ways. Um, And I think you know, right now we all are in the trenches for sure. We're all home in each other's spaces. And, um, I think this is probably coming up a lot for people, just like the immense amount of home management. And so in your book, you talk about life being maintenance. Um, could you just start by explaining what you mean by that? The idea of life is maintenance. Yes. So life is maintenance. You know, one day I was sitting in my house and it just seemed like, oh, the dishes are never done. The laundry keeps piling high. There's always something. It never ends. And I was so frustrated. You know, if if I could see life as a marathon instead of a sprint, it really allows us to pace ourselves. So I was sharing that with a girlfriend. I was like, life is maintenance. It never ends. And she's like, that feels hopeless. But I thought, you know what? If we can see it as you know, it's because life is so perpetual, it doesn't allow us when we think, you know, the dishes 
are always like you finally got it done and you complete that to-do list and you're like, ah, oh. and then someone throws another dish in the sink and you just want to go, it's like madness, <laughs> you know, you just want to go crazy. Mm -hmm. But until the day we die, you know, and until the day we take our last breath, life is maintenance. There'll always be a lawn to mow or to trim your nails or fuel the car. There's always a list. But if, if we can see it as it's just a marathon, like pace ourselves, it's all good. Like enjoy the journey because so quickly it turns into just life is about just run, 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 hurry, 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 go, go, go. And it can be so frustrating. And it's really important to live life to the full instead of to the busy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I completely agree. I, I definitely have had that experience where I got the dishes done and then my husband put another dish in the sink and I wanted to scream. I was like, wait, I just got it done. And I'm such a to-do list person and I really have to struggle against um, filling my calendar up with too many things. Um, and so, yeah, just the idea of things being maintenance and just accepting that. I actually found that not depressing, but actually freeing. Like, oh, okay, that's just the reality. That's how life is. That's how life works. Okay, great. That's just a fact of life. I can just accept it and move forward and not have to keep getting frustrated. Um, so that was really helpful just reading that section of your book. And for you personally, how has this realization that life is maintenance helped you you know, in your own life as a mom of multiple kids and a very full life. Yeah. The problem was, is when I saw life as a sprint, when I was just go, 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 I wasn't really enjoying the kids. I was allowing the to-do list to become my boss. And when we allow that to happen, it really takes the joy out of being with them. Like right now we're all together and we're hanging out. I know uh, I have three teenager boys and then I have a, a young girl and the boys, you know, when, when the kids are little, everything is about whatever you say, whatever you suggest, you know, mom is the princess and they're just gung ho about it all. But as the kids get older, they have their own ideas and they're very independent and they're really into their own lives. And me jumping into those schedules would be hard at times. And now we're all together. But if I, if I don't allow the to-do list to become my boss, you know, spending time with humans has no box to check. So if we really get in there and not see it as like, oh, it's all about the, the laundry, you know, for me, I came in one day to just, you know, just the other day I came in and I thought I'm going to tackle this master bedroom closet. And it's actually where I'm doing the audible today. And <laughs> so I'm sitting there looking at all of the laundry and I'm looking at everything and I'm thinking it looked like to me, the, the, the laundry and all the things in my bathroom equated to the chaos of my life. Mm -hmm. And that's when I began to hear the lie that I'm not enough, that I should be further along in life. Someone else could do a better job raising my kids. And as I'm sitting there just feeling like, Oh, so down on myself. This picture of me when I was seven years old fell off the shelf and into my lap and I looked at it and it really could make me cry right now because I looked at that seven-year-old girl and she believed she could, so she did. 
And here I am saying that she's not enough, that she could be further along in life. And I realized that I'm telling that girl. So I was telling that girl that she couldn't, she couldn't do those things. See, she was a little girl that thought she could, so she did. You know, the world was her oyster. The sky was her limit. And I was telling that little girl that she couldn't do it. I equated the laundry and the to-do list and all the things with the chaos of my life. And it doesn't equate. Just because the laundry is high and the dishes need washing and the diapers need throwing away and the, the lawn needs to be mowed, it's okay. It's just life is maintenance. Life is messy. We have good days and we have bad days. But having a bad day does not mean that we're having a bad life. Really, life is not perfect. It's just maintenance. We think sometimes that we can tie life in this pretty little red bow, but that's not really how it is. It's just messy. You've got kids, you've got teenagers and bills and all the things, and that's okay. We just got to remember that it's all good. Life is just maintenance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think tying our worth into what we can do, what we can produce, um, how clean our home is. I think those are lies that the enemy wants us to believe that those outward things matter more than the interior. And I think that's definitely something I struggle with. I'm sure a lot of moms struggle with it. And it doesn't mean that having a clean home is wrong or it's wrong to want that or it's wrong to want to get the laundry done. But yeah, like you said, when we then equate our worth with getting those things done, checking things off our list and forget about the people right in front of us, it's like we miss the point. Um, And so just the idea of life as maintenance, that is so freeing. And I think it really can make people feel just encouraged that, hey, this is normal and you're doing a great job. Like you don't need to get the laundry done every single day. If it piles up, that's okay. You're still a great mom. Um, So could you just, you know, share some encouragement for our listeners who maybe feel weighed down right now by the demands of life? Like how can this idea of life is maintenance free them and help them feel a little bit less weighed down? Yes. Well, I just want the moms out there to know that they matter and what they're doing counts. You know, sometimes it seems like um, a job that, you know, does anyone care? Does, does what I do matter in this, you know, area of my universe? It does because you're creating wonderful little people that are going to go out and throw color on the world and be productive citizens. They are your legacy. So spending time with these kids is never wasted. Sometimes I think, oh, I should be doing all like my husband will come in and he's so sweet. You know, he's never judgmental about, you know, oh, the house is a mess because he knows what it's like. But Mm -hmm. sometimes in my head, I think, oh, when he comes in and I'm sitting on the couch, I think, oh, I should be, you know, scrubbing something or showing him that I was, you know, making it happen today. And that's not really true. Um, It's funny because the kids, they'll go to school and there's a staff at school, they have the lunchroom worker and the bus driver and the the teachers and all the things. And then they come home and we're all of those. We are the village. 
And we think that we're supposed to pull off, you know, this impossible task when we're just one person. So in Jeremiah uh, 2.25, it says, slow down, take a breath. You know, what is the hurry? It says, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. I can do all things. But remember, it's through Christ. It's not through you, Stephanie, or me, Stephanie. It's through Christ. And so I just want to remind women that it's okay. Just really enjoy the journey. Let peace be your guide. And if you're enjoying the journey, then you know that you're in the right place. Because your perception, like how you see things in life, that's how the kids are going to see it too. If they're like, ah, you know, my kids always all the time say, mom, you're not comparing, are you? And I'm like, oh no, we're not comparing. And they'll say, you know, are we having fun? Yes, we are. So just allow <laughs> peace to be your guide and know that it takes a village and there's just one of you and it's all good. That is beautiful. Thank you, Stephanie. And, you know, if people want to get your book and connect with you further, um, read all the goodness that you share in your book, Living Your Best Life, where can they get that and where they where can they connect with you? Yes. So I'm at Stephanie Pletka, P-L-E-T-K-A on all social media and stephaniepletka.com. Perfect. And I got your book on Amazon and that's super easy. Um, you know, quick shipping and yeah, comes right to your door super helpful that that exists. Um, and then also I was just thinking, you know, if you could just say one thing, um, it doesn't have to be related to life as maintenance, just anything you want to tell that mom listening, like pretend you're sitting with her over a cup of coffee right now. And what's one last thing you want to say to her before she goes back to her busy day? Okay, yes, I would say that you're just a girl, you know, we're, we're just a girl raising kids, it's our first time, and life is not going to be perfect, it's going to be messy, and it's okay, you're always giving and loving, and, and we're always someone, someone, you know, we have a lot of uh, roles we play, and a lot of hats we wear, but the important part is not to forget who you are, what are your dreams and your goals, you know, that, um, just never forget to chase your dreams. You know, if I could sit with a mom today and just sit there and say, look, you are not alone. You are doing a great job in this world. I know sometimes it's hard to be vulnerable. You think you're the only one. You don't want to share like what's going on in your life or how hard it is to be a mom. You know, going from just being like single to married and jumping into uh, being a mom and, and raising humans it is not easy. And, and there would be times where I would jump in and, and, and just talk to someone that I, I wasn't really sure. I didn't really know them. And I would be vulnerable and say like, this is what's happening. And it's so hard. And they would look at me and say like, oh, well, my kid knows how to multiply rhombus by pie. You know, and mine was like, I'm looking out the window and mine's eating dirt in the backyard. And I'm just like, oh my God. And, um, but just, to re you know, just don't let the mom guilt and the comparisons trip you up. Guys, God has placed you um, as their mom for such a time as this. And where you are is where you are supposed to be. Who you are is who you are supposed to be. So don't allow comparison traps and mom guilt to be the end game. Because guys, you are a winner. Where you are right now, you are winning. 
and what you do matters. And I am so proud of you. And I want you to see that too. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Stephanie. I've appreciated you being here again and feel like we'll have to have you back again. (laughs) Yeah. I want to leave with, I want to leave with a quote by Oscar Wilde. He said, be yourself because everyone else is already taken. Thank you so much for listening to 500 Seconds to Joy. I'm so grateful to have you here as a part of this community. And if you love listening to these episodes as much as I love sharing them with you, hit subscribe on your podcast app. And if you're an Android user, you can download the Stitcher app and subscribe there. That way you know every time a new episode goes live. Thanks for being here, friend. Bye for now.